You're listening to the Horrified Chicken Podcast. Warning, spoilers, and explicit language. Alright, here we go. Another episode of Horrified Chicken Podcast. With Pet Cemetery. 1989. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow? Yeah, the whole time I'm watching this thing, I was just like, man, this is not how I remember it. But I saw it a long time ago. How do you remember it? I think I thought it was better acting and scarier, maybe. Hmm. But I, I don't. I told you when we watched it, I don't remember when I saw I thought I had watched it with you. Like maybe we had rented it or something. Because this clearly came out a long time this before we This came out. Before we knew each other. Right. I used to work at a video store, so I definitely saw this before I met you. I don't mean that we saw it when it came out. I just thought maybe Inktron we... Tron is confusing me with a different girlfriend. <laughs> well, and that's I said. It could have been my girlfriend from high school. This would have been a little be- bit before. That. I don't uh, know. Seven years. Or I, or I saw it with my brother. Eight I don't know. Years. I had seen it. Maybe I watched it with Scott. Because Scott, my brother, who you heard on episode 50... Um, he, he loved horror movies, but he would always get really scared. Yeah. I think, you know what? I think I did watch it with him. So you are confusing me with your brother. And it would make sense that it probably was Scott and Josette, his wife. There you go. Yeah. I also had not seen this in a long time, and it was uh, different than I remember as well. How's that? I liked it better. Really? Yeah. Huh. Uh-huh. The acting, some of it was kind of eh, but... Some of it? I like there was it was a little more creepier than I remember. Some of it. Yeah, some of it. The acting was fucking horrible in this no, movie. It, yes, it, it was. It wasn't horrible. Horrible. The little kid did good. Yeah. Well. Yeah, he did. The baby did. He I did. mean, the baby did amazing. And the little rag doll that they that that pretend that they thought was. Or well, they, they can't throw a real baby out of the attic. <laughs> I know. Although at the ending, when when the father sticks the the needle, obviously I know it's not a real needle, but man, that little kid! Like, how old do you think he was in this? He looked like he was like two. He was so little. I bet he was a little bit older than that, but maybe three. He was still in diapers. Well, that part was pretty cool. That yeah. whole ending with with him after he got the needle and he basically stumbled off and died, like that was pretty not good acting for fair. a little kid. <laughs> Yeah, that was excellent. That was the that was the best part of the whole movie. No, it was. I liked it. I mean, we're coming right out of the gate just saying how we feel about it. That's not an appropriate way to podcast. Why I do it all the time on this show. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so uh, yeah, Pet Cemetery starts out. Uh, doctor, doctor's wife, two kids bought a country house that I would love to have that yeah. had a like a lake behind it. Fuck the house. This we just talked about this on the episode before about the car, the station wagon. You're like, "Yeah, it would have been better if it was Oh, a, yeah, it they was had the, the car I wanted. Totally had it had the wood paneling on. It was excellent. You're saying excellent a lot. Was I? Am I? It's excellent. All right. Whatever. Don't don't call me out on that. It's excellent. And you were because he obviously bought this house with out her seeing it but yeah maybe he was getting settled or something because well, they're moved they yeah. just moved there from chicago, chicago i don't know maine. is it maine yeah hey. and so he probably had to go out there and because he's gonna be get the, everything set up he's gonna work at the college mm-hmm. the doctor at the college yeah yeah and then we meet the neighbor judd 
Yep. I love Monster. How he talked. Did you? Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> I, I had heard somewhere that he was he was kind of a miserable guy, and I don't know if that's, obviously, I don't know if it's true, but I heard on some podcast they were talking about him. Well, in this movie, he is not. He is the helpful neighbor, also really? helpful in a bad way neighbor. Yeah, see, I questioned his character because, yeah, he's trying to help, but yet he knows it's the worst thing in the world to do. His dog came back like a freaking rabid dog. So the best thing to do when your neighbor's cat dies is... Sometimes dead is and better. Why, why is it? Even, <laughs> Didn't I sound just like him? Yeah. Why is it called Pet Cemetery? You want me to do it again? Sometimes dead is better. I know that in your head, it sounds you just sound like it. Just, just like, like it. Yeah. It's not though. Huh? No. No. Why is it called Pet Cemetery? Yeah, because I mean, the Pet Cemetery is, isn't bringing these things back. No, it's just that's where the pet cemetery is, and it's called Pet Cemetery because beyond the pet cemetery is the old Indian burial grounds where the soil has gone sour. So do you think before the soil went sour, then when the original Indians that buried their dead there, when they would come back, they were fine, and then it went sour? I Yeah, see, exactly. I had that question for you because um, Judd tells him, some cautionary tales while he's having him bury his cat there. Right. <laughs> yeah. But he but he said um, when he said sometimes dead is better, which is what the Indians realize, and they stopped doing it. Well, and then it they, was because the ground went sour. No, he said they stopped doing it, and then the ground went sour. He said the I ground, thought he said no, they stopped doing it because the ground. No, went I'm pretty sour. sure they. He said they realized it and they stopped, and then the and then the. Uh, the grounds went sour. Well, what's so special about this place? I don't know. It's just like, I don't know. It's that mystic thing like, oh, the Indian burial ground and the spirits and yada, 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 I guess. All right. I don't know. But anyway, so they're at the new house. We have like a, I don't want to say she's a housekeeper, but she's obviously some local that makes a little side cash by cleaning and Is doing some laundry. Is her name Missy or something? I have no idea. It's something with an M. Yeah, I'm. I'm not really. It doesn't matter, but I'm not Missy. really. Missy, is it? She has stomach cancer. She keeps complaining about her stomach. Her character was not needed at all. I was just gonna say that. I don't care. I mean, I. I guess like the whole thing with the movie is it's about death, and and Rachel, the mother, has a hard time with death, and and that's why they keep having death all around them. Maybe. Well, and Judd said sometimes death is better, and in her situation, death was better. Death was better because she. She commits suicide, and she even puts a note on there. I, I, I'm Missy's sure I have, not Rachel's. Right, right. Missy says, "I, I'm sure I have cancer. Yeah, I can't take the pain. Right. So, I guess just reinforcing Judd. I mean, the doctor did offer to look at her. Maybe they could have done something. Maybe, but she, and she's just like, no, it's okay. She also talked like Judd. She did. Yeah. Is that what people in Maine sound like? I guess so. That's what they sound like. In Maine. Never been there. Me either. Huh. I don't like lobsters. I don't, yeah. I mean, I think there's probably more to Maine. I'm, I'm guessing. I'm going to go out on a limb and think there's more than just lobster. There's only lobsters and pet cemeteries in Maine. Is that where, no, clam chowder, would that be like New England, Boston? which is also part of, you know, New England is all <laughs> of those states like Maine. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's that area. That region. So, yes, New England clan chowder is probably in Maine. So, I like how... Um, you like how my accent sounds? Yeah. <laughs> oh, beautiful. yeah. The So, he goes to work, 
and like he leaves from work and it just instantly cuts to like students. Victor Pascal. Like I, we were watching this on Amazon Prime and I thought like the thing was fucked Skipped. up. Skipped. Yeah, the like the way. It yeah, just... they should have showed like um like him going to the office and then like maybe showed that Victor jogging or whatever. Right. And get hit by the car. Yeah, because they didn't they didn't have a maybe problem. it wasn't in the budget. They well yeah because they made a point of with the truck driver. Right. When just before Gage gets hit, like totally spelling it out for you. I mean, all right. Because they, they exp- Oh, like you know what I mean? showing the truck driver driving yeah. and then cut that cut part back, out. Cut just back. have the kid run out and get hit. But then, like yeah. you said, show Have the it doctor. be more of a surprise instead of a buildup. Yeah. Yeah. I want to think that, I want to say, I want to think, I want to say that that was because, well, it doesn't really matter, but I read the book and I feel like. That whole truck driver scene, if I'm remembering correctly, and I'm probably not because I read it a really long time ago, was like they would go to the truck driver and he, he was like having these thoughts and he was distracted. And there was like this whole thing where they were like, you know, in books, how you can. Right. And they showed the distraction with the music and he's right. looking. And... Right. But there's like a thing and they're doing like a little truck driver character building. Not really like a ton, but I want to say they kept doing that. But I, right. I can't remember. I feel like that happened. Setting up the distraction of the driver. Right. And then what's going on at the picnic. The parents that are constantly distracted. By their daughter who's always like, yeah. Yeah, you know, all I could think of was our kids when they were little. No, why couldn't it have been her to get fucking smashed? That little girl was so annoying. Yeah, Gage was so cute. He was real. Had the cute little voice, and then the sister was a nagging little brat. Well, she was the naggy age. Oh fuck, she was annoying. Well, how old do you think she was? Like seven? I guess I don't know. She six. Was... She couldn't read yet. She didn't know it said pet cemetery. <laughs> and the mom has to point out, and it's spelled incorrectly. Yes, it is. But so at the college again, that cut scene, real hard cut, didn't like that. Yeah. But anyways, his brain's coming out. Pascal, right? Yeah. That Victor was his last Pascal. name. Victor Pascal, the jogger. He ends up being kind of like their warning. What? He's their warning. Oh, I thought you said morning. He's their warning signal. Like yeah. he's there to like. I was gonna say guardian angel, but he wasn't. No, he was terrible at his he was job. A, he, was his, he was the guardian ghost. Guardian ghost that didn't do a good job. Um, yeah, like he should have just. He showed himself to the father in dreams and the daughter in dreams, but he should have done it to the mother. I think. Oh, instead of just kind of doing the um, persuasion, sixth sense thing yeah. where you see later on. Right. Like, I feel like he could have, because he spelled, he like blatantly told the dad, don't go over there. Mm-hmm. And dad didn't listen. And then he told the daughter um, when her cat gets killed, you know, that the cat's dead. And and Judd, right? She had, he had said that Judd and dad did something with yeah, the cat. Yeah, to the cat. Like, so they knew, they, she said that he buried him in the pet cemetery. Now, do you think the daughter had, like, psychic powers, or do you think it was just all ghost interaction? Because um, I, I don't think the ghost would go back and be like, your mother's dead, <laughs> right? She uh, must have had a little psychic powers. Well, I, I, maybe. Maybe that's why she could connect with the ghost and the mother couldn't. Yeah, maybe that was it. But I, I think there was something either at that house that, because he was warning before they even did the cat thing. Like, before the cat died. Well, it's like he knew the cat was going to die, and he was like, don't go over there. Yeah, I guess. Because he's, cause he's a dead guy, and he knows when cats die, too. 
You think so? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. Yeah, he's like, cat's going to die soon. Don't go over there with the cat. And then what happens is cat gets hit by a truck. He's all frozen to the ground. That's <laughs> gross. Yeah. Peels him up. And Judd is like, come with me. We'll go here. And then the dad thinks, what's the dad's name? Uh, Lewis. Lewis thinks uh, they're going to bury him in the pet cemetery. So at this time, Ellie and her mom are away in Chicago. Yeah, for Thanksgiving, right? Engage, yeah. And uh, they don't. He just keeps going past. And he goes to that big thing and he makes them walk over. And Dad doesn't even, like, the thought doesn't the even pass his mind about, like, the ghost told me not to go there. That or, like, what? where the fuck are we going? Why are we doing this? Right. Like, he doesn't. Right. He doesn't, he doesn't do that. question and, anything. And the whole scene is shot like some epic film where they're traveling across the lands to, you know what I mean? It's like The Hobbit. It's like for, they're in the, de- they're the, in the Lord forest, of the Rings. And yeah. then they're in the desert. Then they're in these rocky mountains. Right. And now they're in this burial ground. Then they're in the top of a mountain. Yeah. And then they bury the cat and the cat comes back the next day. Nasty or that cat. morning. So I'm, I have to say this too. Like the, the father's reactions to the cat, both when... Um, I think when the cat was alive in the beginning, I think of the tree or some shit like that. And then when he sees the cat alive in the basement kind of area, yeah. his reactions I thought were supernatural and mine w- would have been exactly like that. Like he wanted to punch the cat and then the way he like stumbles <laughs> back because he's scared in the yeah. basement from the cat. Yeah. Like those I thought, I'm like, man, that was That great was really good acting. acting, right? Yeah, that's exactly how I would have, I would react to that with the cat. It would scare the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so... Uh, the cat gives him a little... He does manhandle the cat really bad, too. It's like, dude, you deserve to get a scratch. Yeah, well, like, yeah, he was practically strangling that cat. I know. That I, cat, like, I gotta say, I mean, it was creepy because they made its eyes glow and its ears would be back. And it threw a dead rat in the bathtub with the dad. But he was acting sort of just like a normal cat. Like, I didn't think he was really like a messed up rabid cat. Did you? Well, I mean, he did react at certain times. Like, yeah, but Dad was strangling him or like kicking at not him, not even telling no. him to get out, get get out of here. No, he was being. All. You know what? Dad was being rude to that cat. Well, I mean, the cat fucking scratched him in the face. Yeah, but later it brought him a dead rat. That's what cats do. Oh, that's right. When yeah. Dad's taking his uh, man bath, Dad. That's what cats do when they're like, "You're my master." Let me bring you this dead rat in the bathtub. I thought it, when he opened his eye, like, oh, I dropped something and Sean just gave me a look of death. He's gonna throw dead rats at me. <sighs> oh my god, stop throwing dead rats at me, Sean! If I had a dead rat right now, I would so throw it. You know right why he's throwing at me? At me, dead rats at me is because I am the master, right? Oh yeah. Yep. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I knew obviously something was going to happen in that scene when when the dad was going to take a relaxing bath, but I thought that dude was going to pop out. Pascal was going to show up again because like just, between his just, legs in the bathtub. Yeah, like he would <laughs> sit up out of the water. Up and he's like, I told you not to cross the the. What does he call it? I don't know the line. I think yeah, or something. something. That's the other thing. He's like he's got to they got to climb over these big trees. Then hey, bushes. you know what? If if Victor Pascal had just been a little less poetic with his words. I think his name is Victor Pascal. Isn't that what I said? I don't think there's an L. It's a W. All right, whatever. If Victor had been a little less poetic with his words and just straight out told him, then we wouldn't have been here, right? Like, Victor had to be like, 
there's stones in your heart of a man or some bullshit. Don't cross the crossy line. Because Victor... He could have just said, listen, dude, don't go that way and bury stuff there because it comes back evil as shit. And then message received, right? Yeah. I mean, it would have been straight... I always say go for the straightforward answer. But maybe Victor wanted to prolong his time in the in-between. Right, maybe he wanted to hang out a little bit. He wasn't ready to move. His on. brain was falling out. It clearly did not bother him. No, it reminded me of um, American Werewolf in London. Yeah, yeah. How his friend every time we'd see but him, but that was better because his friend actually looked like he was rotting, and this guy was just getting more and more veins. Yeah, the effects in in American Werewolf in London were, London were really really good. Right. This one, well, they were all right. Yeah, yeah. they weren't bad. Yeah, yeah, they were okay. They were better than the acting. That's for sure. There was, the acting on. wasn't top notch, but it wasn't that bad. I just didn't think like there was. I don't know. The, the the father when he interacted with his wife and with Judd, he just seemed awkward about it. it just it's didn't because seem... his child had died, his cat had died, he had watched <laughs> Victor die. He was just in a in a complete state of shock throughout the he whole. He was in movie. a funk. Is he that was what in it a was? Funk, he was in yeah. a little bit of a funk. A little bit of death funk. Yeah, I guess that would happen. Right. Three in a row. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, and the daughter, like you said, she keeps getting, whether it's being psychic or whatever, she's getting this message. She is uneasy with the cat. Yeah, well, she says he smells. Yeah, that's right. Because he's, like, rotty. And Judd has said that about the dog. Didn't he say that before this, before she mentions it? That's why it's so, like, oh, shit. Because Judd talks about how, well, when I took my dog. Well, he tells them after they already took the cat, which was, like, your dog came back like it had, like it was Cujo. Yeah. So why would you take the cat? Not there? only that. So at this point, but then at this point, we know that he's taken his dog. Right. The dog came back like rabid. Right. But the dog, they didn't put the dog down though. Then when it died the second time, they buried it in the pet cemetery, but they didn't kill it. Well, I think he said it died soon after or something. I don't remember. But uh, so he knows that, right? And he knows in his head. Nicole's giving me eyes because my watch is buzzing, but it's not on mic. So, oh, I heard it on mic over here, and he gave me eyes, and my phone went because you're like a Miss Noisy Bang and everything around all the time. You know what? It's natural. It's not. It is natural. I am not a quiet person. You are not. I can vouch for that. So then, what what do you expect from me? I I just expect you to maybe try to be a a little little professional. While we're doing a podcast, see? Not, not professional, but, you know, just don't piss me off. <laughs> it's really easy to <laughs> piss you off. It is not. If, if anybody can tell by my voice on the show, I'm a very easygoing, <laughs> fun-loving guy. Yeah. Anyways, at this point in the movie... Just don't park in front of his house. Don't park in front of his house. Are we going to go... Didn't we... I think we discussed this, mm-hmm. and I had to edit it out at one time. <laughs> so we're going to move on from that, um, because you never know who's going to listen. Anyways... Um, so at this point, if I can get my point across, yes, let's hear it. Judd what knows about do? the dog, and he told him about the dog. Right. But he also knows in the back of his head that humans, like humans, don't come back normal because he had to kill somebody that came back. And uh, but he hasn't told the story. No, yet. Lewis asks him about that. Like anybody, he's like, "No, God, no, God on his crown or whatever." Oh, you sound good. You should do the Judd voice. <laughs> I just think I did. Do the um. Sometimes dead is better. Grandpa. No. I want. I was waiting for him to say grandpa, like he did in the monsters. That would have been kind of cool. It's not the monsters, though. It's not. Can we hear the sometimes dead is better, please? 
Oh, sometimes that is better. Eh, yeah, see, I'm on mine, the spot. Mine is better. You know what'll happen? I'll do it tonight when we go into bed. And you're like, see, that sounds like it. That's what you should have done, Sean. Because that's how I talk. When we're not on mic, I talk like a naggy old lady. See, Sean, you could have done that on the show. Anyways. I'll finish your I, point, please. I don't even know what my fucking point is because you He knows in the me. back of his head that a person came back and they weren't right. Yes. I, my, my, so why is he doing this? Like, He's doing this because Ellie wasn't ready for the cat to be dead. Boo fucking who? Right. So he did it. And Sometimes then he sort of better. regretted that he did it. And then when Gage gets killed, he thinks it's his fault because he started this whole chain of events by taking Lewis there with the cat. That's right. what he says. He blames himself. He showed him the evil or something like that, right? Doesn't he say something like that? Well, he showed him something. He showed him some magic spot. Oh, <laughs> uh, Lewis, remember when we were up there, I showed you. <laughs> oh, magic spot. <laughs> I showed you the magic spot. and uh... We put a cat there and it came back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. So he's feeling guilty now. So then he knows, he knows after Gage dies that Lewis is thinking it. He knows it. And he's like, don't do it. And then he tells the cautionary tale of when someone did do it. Everyone knew about this pet cemetery, apparently. The whole neighborhood knew. Yeah. And that he buried his son there. This guy buried his son there, his neighbor. And he came back and he, (laughs) there wasn't something wrong with him. But it was funny because when they introduce him, he's like in the grass, like groveling around. And then he comes up and he has a little girl's leg. Didn't he have a little girl's leg? I, it had a shoe on the end of it. Did it? I yeah. Didn't... And he's eating a little girl's leg. I thought it was just some sort of bone of some sort. It I, looked I, like, I was... I'll have to look at him. I'm pretty sure it was a little girl's leg. And then he scratches his face. But if he's eating little girls, I mean, obviously... You need to put be put down. I think that's in your head. I don't think that's I what it was. I swear, I said it right after. I said, was because that a little girl's leg? Wouldn't he have mentioned the fact that he was Eating little people? girl's yeah. legs? I think it was just like, you know, they gave their dog a bone and he dug it up. It wasn't a bone. It had a shoe with a little lacy sock on it. I, Whatever. I'm going to find that image and check. So um, they... But if it wasn't a little girl's leg, then they just killed him because he was throwing shit around the house. Well, and he was stumbling around the neighborhood like a zombie. Yeah, but he you can't just kill someone because they're stumbling around the neighborhood and throwing stuff in their house. Because everybody knew who he was. Are we going to fight? Are we going to say No, I'm just saying like that doesn't seem like an appropriate response. Like he's stumbling around and he's throwing stuff around the house. So we're going to burn him alive. All right. Stop right there. You you Unless he did stop. eat a little girl's like, then you can burn him alive. You don't need a reason to kill somebody twice. Double jeopardy. The second time's a freebie. He's already dead, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, there we go. Answer. It's settled. Settled, yeah. So, uh, yeah, he goes, to, the funeral was pretty awkward. That, that There was a point or a part in the funeral where I was like, really? What the fuck? I was just kind of like shaking my head because the the father-in-law, distraught, Well, he, the father-in-law like never liked Lewis. I understand that. And he goes after Lewis and he punches Lewis and then Lewis kind of goes to go after him and someone holds him back because he's like, what are you doing? Well, like, what the fuck you think you're doing? Yeah, the, just the father-in-law the pushed over the casket and we saw the little dead baby hand. It was mm-hmm. sad. So they leave. The mom goes back. Oh, one point I want to make is when the truck is blaring down the street and Gage is standing in the road 
Now, do you think it flipped over because he slammed his brakes on? Yeah. Okay, I was like, that baby's so powerful that it knocked the truck mm-hmm. over. <laughs> no, it was definitely because sh- you saw like the skid marks all swerving around. Okay. And it just then that makes crashed. sense. I wonder if the dude died. The driver. Why would? Oh, because it went sideways. We'll never know. So it was upside down. Yeah. No, it was on its side. All right, whatever. The one fish in the fish tank keeps trying to lay on the um little. We have a, one of those little bubblers, and it's a chest that blows up bubbles, and he keeps trying to lay down on it. He's a, like a sucker fish, and he's pushing his head up. It's really. Funny. I knew you were distracted. That's I couldn't you're, help it. It was so funny. You. It was like he was like an old man nodding off to sleep, and it kept bubbling him up. <laughs> You're like a dog seeing some, a shiny object or something. It was a bubbly like, I object. feel like I need to put a curtain in front of that now. Okay, so, um, yeah, that's. I just wanted to bring that up. Okay. So the dad decides he is going to do this. Yeah, and he sends mom and Ellie off to Chicago, mm-hmm. and then he goes, and he does it. When do we get that flashback when, when, the, when the mother is talking about her sister? Uh, we get that in the beginning-ish, when she's telling him about... When he tells her, tells Ellie that church isn't ever going to die, he promises, and then because right, okay. the mom made him say that, right, and then he is mad about it, and then we get it. Now that part, I mentioned it at the end of uh, burnt offerings that I had that mixed up with like a X Files episode where they had where they pulled that that like uh, hillbilly family and they yeah. would keep people under the bed and they had the mother under the bed who had no arms and legs and she's a breeding machine. Yeah, so yeah. I had it confused in my brain, but I'm watching this and I'm like. They, that was supposed to be her sister. Right. And really she, old sister. She looked like, yeah. So, she looked like she was like 30. So then maybe Ellie was just kind of like a mistake. Maybe. A child because she was clearly way, way, way younger. Well, maybe she was supposed to be like a teenager, but she just looked really messed up because she had a lot of special effects makeup on. Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't really that creepy. The creepy part was when she saw her at Judd's. Yes. Up in the in the second floor and she kind of came walking over so that's interesting too so gage comes back and he comes back with special powers where he can manipulate what you see and hear yeah he's mystical now i don't like that yeah i don't like that either but i'm just saying like that happened Uh, yeah i don't but see i don't understand um i don't like that i don't know why she unless it was just because of death why she thought about it the night before and she had the dream of her being because in the it, attic. she was like having a premonition because it was played out almost like her dream. But why? Yeah, why? Why would you? See, why would she see her? Why? I, I don't get that. Because that's her like dirty little secret, maybe. I don't know that she was actually happy her sister died. I, I guess. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't get it either. But I do like that Gage was like called dad on the phone and was like, "I played with Judd, and then I played with mommy, and now I want to play with you." And poor Judd, like he knew, he was like, ah, started. I got to finish it. He had his pocket knife. I'm trying to do the fucking voice and you're interrupting me with your shitty Judd. (sighs) I had it too. It sounded perfect. Go. (laughs) Do it. (laughs) No, I can't do it now. But he knew he had to kill him. And I like how he's like, Gage, I brought you something. (laughs) <laughs> right, and he bends down, and Gage cuts his, his this Achilles. little, this little, this little, <laughs> little tiny, little hand. fake plastic like Saturday Night Live <laughs> yeah. arm comes out from behind under the bed and cuts his Achilles, which Ugh. was nasty yeah. as shit. Like I did gross. not like that. But then after he is thriving in pain on his back, oh. Gage jumps on him and like, or no, he like slices his face. Right, he slices his mouth, mm-hmm. and Judd he makes him into the Joker. Yeah. 
and you had said like maybe Judd had a heart attack because I'm like, why is it that when he cuts his mouth, he, he falls, falls back, back and starts like going? Oh, 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 I think he's like, he's like it, yeah, like maybe a heart attack because then Gage bites his neck, but he didn't even bite like any place that really spurted blood. So you know that wouldn't have killed him. It would have been a flesh wound. So like I think he must have died from a heart attack. All right. And then Gabe snacked on him later because when Dad finds Did you him, you say Gabe. It's not our kid. Gage, uh, <laughs> Gage snacked on him later because when he find Dad finds him later, like there's yeah. like pieces missing in his face. Well, you know, and he ate Mom's eyeball. The dead get hungry. He ate Mom's oh, that's eyeball. Right. Yeah, he did. Mean well, little shit. And poor Mom, she she rushes home, and the whole way she's got Pascal kind of guiding her by whispering things, or not whispering, but telling talking to her. Helps her when it when uh, she got has to get a rental car and we almost have the planes, trains, and automobile automobile uh, situation. That's a, that's Pascal whispering. Oh, okay. And so he kind of helps her along the way. Truck driver picks her up to give her a ride. You know, he's thinking perversion things, but obviously by the end of the trip, he's like, "I'm whatever is going on. I hope it works out or whatever." Right. And uh, she's like, "I'm sure it will." And Pascal's like, "Yeah, I'm I don't, sure it I, won't. I, I'm not sure it will." <laughs> yeah. And then he, she's going to go home, but then she hears um, Gage. No, I think it was her sister Zelda that she heard from, from across Zelda. the street, right? So Coming out of Judd's house. So she goes to Judd's house, and that's why she gets over there. And she did what I would do. She was just like, oh, Gage, come here. And then he just eats her face. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Mom. But I would have done that, too. So how come then the next morning when Lewis wakes up? Right. Right. And... He goes over there and he goes in the house. There's like all the moss and all that shit. Because it's another brain trick. Really? Yeah. I think it's trying to make it look like the pet cemetery or something. All right. It's from his mystical powers he has now. There's there's no mystical powers. Well, he clearly does. He manipulates time and space. What the hell are you talking about? (laughs) He does. He manipulates space by making it look like something else. And time by bringing Zelda's dead self back. Like I, I I don't agree. All right. I think it was just added in there for some effects. So why did it happen you know what then I didn't if like? it wasn't Gage you know manipulating time and space? I don't know. Whatever. What I didn't like when the mom was there going upstairs is they did that shot, right? They did that shot where they where you're like, it's like that point of view looking at the stairs going up. Uh-huh. I don't know. It just bothered me. I didn't like that. It seemed cheesy. Like, we know she's going up the stairs. Just show her going up. You're a real film critic tonight, Sean. Well, you see, technically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So then what does Dad do? Well, he killed Church, kills Gage, and then he burns the house down. And then he buries Mom in the pet cemetery because that seems like it's going to work. And he, he does it because she's fresh. It'll work this time because she's fresh dead. Gage yeah. was too dead. And Pascal tries to warn him again. Right. Right, and he just kind of walks through like he's talking to him, but he's not really talking right. to him. Right, he and said, he this time he's fresh, doesn't matter. He's fresh, She's or she's fresh, it'll work better. But she has no eyeball. Yeah, we see that when she comes back. Yeah, and he kisses her, and it's all gooey. All well, Like, why is she suddenly very wet? Well, that's the thing. Like, her yeah. eye is seeping with, uh, you know, like, goo coming out of her eye. Right. And then, yeah, then they start making out, and I'm like, oh, my God. And then you just... She grabs a knife and you hear him scream and it's the end of the movie. Yeah. Yep. That's it. That's Pet Cemetery. Yeah. Uh, I was a little disappointed in it. I liked it. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. I didn't. 
I'm excited to see the new one. I didn't it, put it this way. I guess the gauge now, not the gauge as in the boy, but the gauging of not liking a film now is uh, the Overlord, right? Or Overlord. Was it Overlord? Overlord. Or, I always want to put the on the on the. Yeah. Yeah, that's like the that's the gauging right now. The. It's uh, yeah, the, and I totally I I loved this movie then. <laughs> compared to that. <laughs> yeah. No, I liked it. Um, I'm very excited to see the new one. I think the new one. Well, um, you know, it's going to be updated. The special effects should be better. So I, I have high hopes. I honestly... And you know who's playing Judd? Who? Uh, what's his face? From... Um, no idea. Oh, it's right there on the tip of my tongue. You know, um, from he was in a season of Dexter you really liked. He played the serial killer. Oh, John Lithgow? John Lithgow. That was the best season. Yes. He's playing Judd. And then I don't know who anybody else is, but I know he's Judd. Well, you know what? I was not really looking forward to seeing that. Now I am. Because of John Lithgow? No. I guess even more because of him. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not like some big John Lithgow fan. Do you think I he'll be like, like show. dead is better, see? He'll probably. In a main accent? He'll, yeah, they'll probably try to. You know what I'm realizing as we do this podcast and I try to do voices is that I used to think I could have been an actor. <laughs> But now I know I couldn't because <laughs> I can't do the voices. Sometimes dead is better. Sometimes. No, it's gone. It's totally gone. Yeah, sorry. But no, I'm, I'm looking forward to it more because I think because I was a little disappointed in this one. <laughs> I didn't hate the movie. I just, you know, I just, I don't know. The acting just kind of took me out of it. Yeah. Well, um, I think it's got a bigger budget this time. And, you know, horror movies are kind of like. I don't know. It seems like they're kind of having a little, like a revival. Do you know what I mean? Like there, we've had like we had some good ones last year and the year before. So now it seems like Hollywood's being like, hey, maybe we should put some money into horror movies again. Right. Well, maybe maybe that's the way it's going. Well, and on that note, the dog wants. To yeah. Come. So I guess that means that we're gonna have to uh, wrap this up now. Yeah. And um, next week, uh, we don't know what we're gonna watch, so you'll find out then. We don't know. Do you know? I don't know. I don't know either. I guess we'll find out then, like you said. All right. Good night. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. If you'd like to suggest a movie, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Horrified Chicken Podcast, or send us an email at horrifiedchickenpodcast at gmail.com. Stop banging on the table. Don't be rude.